Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 28, Jacob is sent away. So Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Padan Aram to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, And from there, take to yourself a wife from the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may become a company of peoples. May he also give you the blessing of Abraham to you and to your descendants with you, that you may possess the land of your sojournings, which God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padanaram to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padanaram to take to himself a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he charged him, saying, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padanaram. So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac, and Esau went to Ishmael and married, besides the wives that he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebaioth. Jacob's dream. Then Jacob departed from Beersheba and went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down in that place. He had a dream and behold, a ladder was set on the earth, which at the top reaching to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give it to you and to your descendants. 
Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on its top. He called the name of that place Bethel. However, previously the name of the city had been Luz. Then Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take, I will give me and will give me food to eat and garments to wear. And I return to my father's house in safety, then the Lord will be my God. This stone, which I have set up as a pillar, will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tenth to you. In Genesis 28, it becomes pretty apparent that... Um, God is not Jacob's God. Uh, he refers to God as the God of my grandfather and the God of my father, or the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac. But even, even at the end here, you see where he says, starting in 20, he made a vow if God will be with me and will keep me on this journey that I take. And if God will give me food to eat and garments to wear. And if God makes it to where I can return to my father's house in safety. Then he will be my God. So he's doing these, these actions. He's setting up. The, he called this place Bethel, which means the house of God. And, and he's... he's um, starting into this process but he's not there he's still making arrangements with God God if you'll grant me this then I'll do this and um, man I wonder <laughs> I wonder how God feels about that as a parent when I ask one of my daughters to clean their room do they say well if you'll give me food to eat then I will clean my room. Well, not if they want food <laughs> or to ever see the outside for a while. That's, that's not the way that we were supposed to, to uh, have a relationship with God. We're not supposed to say, if you'll feed me, if you'll give me clothing and protect me, and if I make it back because you did all these things, then I don't, I don't think that um, God would take too kindly to that. But God's very patient. He's very merciful. He's very kind. And he just sits and he waits because he knows what's going to happen. He knows. He knows the path that Jacob's on. He knows what's possibly set before him. Right now, Jacob's just choosing poorly. But how many times in our life do we do that to God? 
How many times have we said, you know, God, if you will help me make it home safely, then I will never drink again. That's probably a pretty strong one that I'm certain some people have said. God, if you will help me to pay all these bills, then I will go to church every Sunday. If you will do this, then. Basically, God, if you come through on your part of this, then you'll be my God. That's what we're saying. So if you don't come through, well, obviously, I don't, I'm not supposed to keep up with my side of the bargain here. That's not what God's saying. God's saying that he's standing there with his arms wide open saying, if you'll just come to me, I already am your God. In fact, he says, you're wanting protection. You're wanting provision. You're wanting me to save you. I've already done that. I've already done it, and I did it 2,000 years ago. So the, the protection from the day to day is so small, so small, when compared to the protection from an eternity in hell. The provision given to us day to day is so small compared to the provision that he's given us throughout our entire life. The fact that even before you could feed yourself, he was there. So he loved us first. In fact, he loved us before he even made us, but he loved us so much that he made us. He made us from that love and he gives us an opportunity to be fruitful and to be a good tree, producing good fruit for the kingdom. But sometimes we choose our own way and then start making deals with God and bargaining with him. Father, I just, I pray that if I've ever done that, please forgive me. Please forgive me for ever trying to Uh, Think that I am more important than anything that you've got going on. That I would need to have you fulfill your portion before I even even accept you. And, And Father, I pray for anybody else who's done that, that they can just simply just repent. They can just ask for forgiveness. And that you will forgive them because you are so faithful in doing so. And that they know that they can just rise, move on, and sin no more. But you love us in spite of who we are. You made us in spite of the fact that sometimes we choose poorly. You know that we are, um, (laughs) we have a tendency to make mistakes. Yet you still cover us with grace and you love us. So thank you for that love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. 
Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Mm